There's a sweet spirit in this house this evening, and I want to thank you all for coming out. I want to thank you all for um, being here on this Wednesday evening, and I am so excited, as always, and very proud um, when our young people uh, want to stand behind this sacred desk and deliver a word from the Lord, because I, I want you to understand something, that there was a pastor in my life that gave me an opportunity. There was a pastor and in Pastor Ron's life that gave him an opportunity as a young man to stand behind the platform and declare the Word of God. And we all start somewhere, right? And I'm just so proud because it's, it takes a lot of courage to deliver the Word of God to the body of Christ. And I'm just so proud of our young people. I'm going to ask Sister Lexi to come. Um, to come come up tonight, give her a hand as she comes, and uh, you know this this is how this is how I just want to tell you real quickly. This is how this works. You know we talked about last week, and and Brother Keaton did a great job. Can you say Amen? Last week did a phenomenal job bringing forth the word, and that was something he 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 never saw himself doing, but he he came to us and said, "Listen, I, I I've got to." This is one of those words, if I don't release it, I, I'm afraid to not release it, if you will. And um, we, we, we gave him the opportunity. He spoke brilliantly, but we talked to, I talked to Lexi after that service, and she more or less, and just summing it up, said, if he can do it, knowing that, that he, he'd never done anything like that before, if he can do it, I can do it. And I just thank God for that, and I thank you, Brother Keaton, for being a leader in that. And many of these young people have spoke here before. Many are going to continue to speak. And I'm just so, so honored and so excited that they are. But as she comes tonight, I'm going to ask her to come and stand next to me real quickly. I want you to stretch your hands this way. And I want you to pray for her as a church tonight. And, and we're going to encourage and uplift her right now in the name of the Lord. God, we come before you. We thank you for who you are, what you've done, and what you're doing. And God, I ask... Uh, that you would just minister to and through Lexi tonight. God, that, that she's not here to impress anybody. She's not here to wow anybody. But God, she's just here to deliver the word that you've given her on her heart. Uh, and Lord, that's, that's what she's going to do tonight. And you're going to anoint her to do that. And God, I ask that fire would fall and consume her lips this evening. And God, that her words would be your words. And, and your spirit would go forth from her tonight uh, and touch hearts and lives. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Give her one more hand tonight. Uh, hi. Um, I'm very nervous because I've never done this before. But I do know that if I want God to use someone, I want it to be me. That's right. That's right. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in. And if I had to give this a title, I would title it Being Prepared. So my first verse is in Matthew 24, 42. I'll give you a second. Matthew 24, 42. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know what day your Lord will come. And then Matthew twenty four forty four. 
So you must also be ready, because the Son of Man will come at a time you do not expect it. So basically, God doesn't tell us when he's coming back for a reason. He wants us to be ready on our own. He's not just going to wait on us. A few weeks ago, we had um, a youth event, kind of, I don't know. It was like a bonfire, and Jade played this game. very nervous. It was not fun. (laughs) Um, So he basically gives you a random topic. Like, he gave someone toilet paper, another person, like, mowing a lawn. And the topic he gave me was drying your hair. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what kind of topic is that? It's like, how am I supposed to turn that to a message? And I was like, Maddie, like, you got to help me with this. She was like, okay. So we go over there and we start thinking. And we're like, okay, well, when you dry your hair, your hair's wet. Okay, so if you wake up late one day, get in the shower, and have to blow dry your hair, the chances are whoever's getting you, they're going to wait on you. But you know who's not going to wait on you? God. If you're living in sin, when he's ready to come back, you're not going to go. He's not going to be like, oh, yeah, you go live your life in sin, and I'll give you a heads up right before I come. No, like, it's not going to happen like that. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect, because by no means am I. But a lot of us do this one thing that's going to catch up with us and get us in trouble. So we think, okay, I'm at the high school. So just say that one of my friends is having a party, and they're like, oh, come on, Lexi, it'll be fun. Come on, you can do it. And I'm like, okay, I'll come. And there's alcohol there. And they're like, just drink this. It'll be okay. Just drink this. And I'm like, well, maybe if I drink it, it'll be okay, because I'll just go to church tomorrow and repent. It'll be fine. But the truth is, it's not going to be okay. If your hair's wet, then you're not going. That means if you're living in sin when those trumpets sound because you think, oh, I'll repent later, God's not going to wait on you. You must be ready at all times. 1 Corinthians, whoa. 1 Corinthians 15, 52 says, In a flash, a twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the last trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. The one thing that sticks out to me is the part that says a flash, a twinkling of an eye. All it takes is one second. That one second is going to change your life forever. And if you're caught up in the sin because you think you'll just repent later, then that one second could happen while you're living in sin. You have to guard your hearts, guard your ears, guard your eyes from the evil in this world. I'm at the high school, and it's crazy out there. Like, everywhere I look, something wrong is happening. And all it takes is that one person that could get you to do that sin. But don't give into it because it could happen. That twinkle of an eye could happen as you're in it. And it doesn't matter if you've done the things in the past. God's not going to look at all those times you've said this or wore this or were mean to this person. He doesn't care about all that. Isaiah 43:18 says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. God's telling us that he doesn't care about your past. I'm probably going to kill this name. Um, Miriam, is that right? Okay. Was a songwriter and a prophetess for God. But it also says she was jealous of Moses and Aaron. Um, Jealousy is a sin, but just because she was living in sin in her past doesn't mean God didn't use her in his kingdom. We see all throughout scripture and hear it preached, repent of your sins for I'm coming back for a glorious church. Not a church full of sin and full of people living in the world, but a glorious church. I don't know if that means something to you, but it does to me. 
If God's church is just playing church, then it's time to make a change. And I know we've heard this so many times, but it is true. And I'm sick and tired of coming on Sunday morning, singing four songs, listening to a message, going to the altar, repenting, praying, leaving, turning on worldly music, and surrounding myself with worldly things. When are we going to wake up and realize that the signs are happening right now? Matthew 24, 5 through 8. Many will come claiming I am Messiah and will deceive many. You will hear rumors of war, but see it though that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nations will rise against nations and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of the birth pains. Going to verse 5 about the false god claiming I'm Messiah. So I don't really watch the news because I just don't because I'm 15. But um, I've heard a lot of people talk about like um, the leader of France preparing to come back and say he is the Messiah. Verse 6 says wars. Wasn't there just rumors about World War III? It, the verse says you will hear rumors of war. That was a rumor, wasn't it? Verse 7, famines and earthquakes all over. May 31st. Earthquake in Anchorage, June 1st, Bolivia, June 1st, Panama, May 31st, China, May 30th, Pacific Antarctic Ridge, May 30th, Easter Island, May 30th, Japan, May 28th, Port Vila, Vantanua. If that's not earthquakes all over, then I don't know what is. The Bible warned us, and it's coming to pass right now. So when are we going to stop playing church? Did you get that? When are we going to stop playing church? I'm ready. I got my hair dried, is yours? And if your hair is wet right now and you're in the shower, turn off the water. You don't have to be living in sin. Repent of them before it's too late. Go, dry your hair and get prepared. You're not gonna wanna miss this. And I know we've heard this preached like probably 10,000 times, but when are we gonna realize that they're not talking about repenting tomorrow? They're talking about now, and so do I. So go, dry your hair, get out of the sin, and live your life for God. Amen. That's it. Hey everybody, Pastor Ron, I pray that today's message and program has been just a great blessing to you. And I just uh, am so thankful that we had the privilege to come into your home today or wherever you may be watching. I would encourage you to uh, continue to follow us. We're on all of the major social media platforms. Uh, we have podcasts that you can follow us with. I would encourage you to reach out to us and let us know. Our information's on the screen. And uh, if we've been a blessing to you, please contact us. Let us know. And we look forward to sharing the word of the Lord with you again uh, next time. God bless you. We'll see you soon.